Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Albie, we've had a full-scale tri-state media Donnybrook today. Full-scale tri-state media. And you on paternity leave and everything. Donnybrook today. My goodness. I haven't so, managed to stay out of it. I made a good point um, last evening, Alice. As always. I had just... By the way, I have had a problem with um, the sang, sign language people for a long time, for a bunch of years now probably culminating during covid there is this movement of sign language interpreters who mm-hmm. are more into social emotional learning or something is happening there's something there's something that, that look and feels to me looks and feels to me very much like something woke is happening and some of these people are well are during i'm told COVID, that the expressions are important for yes. tone for well most of these people, people are i mean so a lot of these people are on covid were just nuts some of them got famous and just it just really, really the intonation. I, I was terrible with having the one here in Massachusetts with Charlie Baker was terrible. And Whitmer had a one; it was nuts, and they would just go over the top. And the problem is this: it is not a thing I recall being around before COVID, really. Yeah, and so the problem is this: is that and by the way, they work in batteries. The the way these people work now for government is there's one in the audience in the first row too. And they're giving signs to the person signing on who's on TV next to the podium. Hmm. So it's like uh, supplemented or undergirded by, by a second person. And then in some states, I did a lot of research on this, some states have a third person in the bullpen. Because okay. they're, they say to, that signing can be so arduous, you can't do it more than an hour. Well, I, I assume that if you're doing... What looks like the uh, jabber walkie running man, that that would be arduous. If you just calm down and did sign language stuff like we used to have before everything had to be about us, then y- you could. Now, the, so I tweeted last night because not only was I seeing sign language people everywhere, and, and uh, but I was seeing the, um, the court drawing that we talked about, Sam Bankman-Fried. Mm-hmm. 
And I thought, really, that the court person is just like a lot of these sign language people, performative people that I'm seeing. These I'm talking about the wacko ones. I'm not talking about people. I have nothing to know. I have no problem with deaf people. No problem with sign language. Uh, I think it's great. And I have no problem with sign language interpreters with exceptions. And those exceptions, I have a problem because they're making it about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you being so performative next to Charlie Baker? I know you, you, you because you're on stage. Is that what this is? Is this theater? And a lot of it is theater. And it's just over the top stuff with expressions. And they say they have to do it because it emphasizes. Maybe it does, but I'm calling BS. I don't believe it. I don't believe that's why we're doing this mostly. And people say, like, uh, you've said that, well, oh, okay. So anyway, so I tweet this thing out yesterday. Okay. I re- Frank Fleming is good on Twitter. Um, um, tweeted, wait, this is a real courtroom sketch of Sam Bankman Freed. I thought it was a, f- a funny joke based on a horrible drawing of Carolina. And I retweeted that, quote tweeted that saying, can we toss these artists and the wacko enthusiastic sign language people too? Just because the governor is mentioning social distancing doesn't mean you have to do the running man. And I've been in the past um, reticent to say things like this because then you're dealing with something, an issue that's near the disabled community. And uh, but then I thought, you know what? There's no way that I'm the only one who feels this way because it's BS. I'm not. I'm not kidding. To which Ryan Breton, Alice, mm-hmm. Fox 61 News. This is can I, for some reason this this drew out the TV people. <laughs> well- Meteorologist from Sox 61 in Connecticut says, if you're referring to Lewiston, hope you realize some of the victims and their friends were deaf, which is why there was a particular focus making sure an interpreter was on camera. Seems like a pretty fair accommodation. And a little kindness can go a long way. So he found the opportunity. He sees the opportunity there. Wait a second. I can nudge this into Lewiston because that court artist has been, has been, the people have been saying a lot of things about this person. So I can make this about Tom being insensitive to deaf people, and then I've caught a real fish here. Yeah, it's a grown man doing this. Okay, <laughs> um, and I did see some stuff about the Lewiston thing yesterday, but it's also just been compiling in my mind. I just see this stuff way too often, um, and so I just said back to him, "It's a symbolic virtue signal, which of course it is. If the government in Maine prioritized the safety of citizens over the performative measures, then maybe this tragedy could have been averted. Less emphasis on theatrical sign language persons and more looking into dumpsters." And uh, then I said, the point is, the the point is, uh, the communication, the theatrical signing person is a distraction. We could also have interpreters in 11 languages on stage. There's no limit. But to have that signing person be the biggest spectacle on the stage is a mistake and underserves everyone. It did when our governor was delivering us misinformation during COVID, and it does here, and everyone knows it. Um, To which he says, just take the L on this one, Tom, which I have a problem with a grown man saying just take the l if you look, this is my here's my here's my and maybe this is why tv guys are tv guys and they're not radio hosts if you're saying everything that everybody else says in the in the year that you are mm-hmm. with how it started how it's going exactly then don't say that because you're like everybody else so anyway so there's there's that and he was he was salty then more incoming alice mm-hmm. david wade okay who's a local guy um, who is who was most famously married to Bianca de la Garza, which is, I mean, you can only say, uh, you know, we tip our hat to David Wade for that. 
Uh, he's kind of a staple now. He's been here at least 20, 25 years. He says, Tom, the wacko sign language people are incredibly helpful to the hearing impaired. The facial expressions help convey tone and the full meaning of their message. Not sure why this would bother you, knowing it provides an invaluable service to the people in the deaf community. Deaf community. Is that what bothers you about it? Well, here's the thing. The fact that yes. it's providing I don't want an them, invaluable I don't want, service to the deaf community. I don't want the deaf to have any... Um, invaluable services. Yes, no. no. I know there's enough. No, I, I want the fully hearing to have invaluable services. So so here's... The, the fact is that less than half people who are deaf actually speak sign language. I can't imagine in the state of Maine that there are many deaf people around. I understand that they were just gone down. It's a very sad thing, et cetera, et cetera. But the point of the press conference is not... To, I mean, the crucialness of communicating with the deaf community in Maine was before the shooting, probably. Okay? Mm -hmm. Right now, we need all Mainers to be on the lookout, to be vigilant, to be looking around. Right. And so that's why when you have this person doing jumping jacks next to the governor who's trying to speak, that's not good. Communication is key. And I understand, we, oh, we're hurting, it's helping one person, it's emphasis. Is that so bad that bothers you? It's because we're playing reindeer games here where real stuff was happening. Same with the sketch, the, the sketch artist, person in the court. We just need you to do your job, that's it. Yeah, just we, draw the people. Yes, just draw the people, absolutely. Or better yet, you know, these courts could join the 21st century and have cameras in the courtroom. Right. Like some courtrooms do. Right. In some states. So so I said to David Wade, who went after me, I said, David, I assume that it would enhance the value of your newscast if you had one of these people flailing about over your shoulder every night, right? Eventually, he he didn't really give... Uh, obviously, nobody... No, the, do you think news people want their shot? The, one of these people in their shots? Of course not. No, they're in the put-the-camera-on-me business, you know? Of course. For, this is what it's about. So they're not... They could, but they're not. But the, don't the deaf people... Deserve to hear their news? Yes, right? It would provide them not a that valuable much. service. <laughs> They're not doing it, you know? They absolutely could, um, it, but it's fine. And they know they can't get, to, you know, it's hard for a TV guy or TV people to engage. By the way, I like David Wade. I've heard he's a good, my guy, Dave Andelman, vouches for him. Um, and, but he can't, with his TV personality, he can't really engage any more than he already did. He did apologize and say he got over-emotional because his son has learning hearing impairment, whatever, which I get, it's fine. It's nothing personal. I have, I have no, no problem. There is a problem with too many people making their jobs about themselves now. Too many people and mm -hmm. in big spots. And I hate that. I think it's terrible. And whether or not it, you're... It's a well, the prime example being Fauci, right? Like Oh, well, yes. Who, he made that the MO during the pandemic of, well, right. you know, instead of being the useful public health expert that I could be, I'm going to choose to turn myself into a huge star. Exactly. And yes, yes, I'm going to lie to be a bigger star. But it's the noble lie, right? It was in, in the direction of doing good. Mm -hmm. So, so fine. The, the, the sign language interpreter person is doing um, squat thrusts and triple indies next to the person speaking. And yes, they're getting notoriety. And yes, they're becoming famous. But it's in the, in the march for the effort for something good. You know, they're trying to do something good. So why does it bother you so much? It bothers me so much because there are some people who I just need to do the actual job. 
And like even with like Starbucks, but they they want to be revolutionaries and they want the Jews uh, massacred now, which is a, the, the, what all of the Starbucks the unions, unions have exactly decided, have come out yeah. with. Shocker of all shocks. Just pour the fucking coffee. That's there comes a time when that's all I need you to do. You know, in mm-hmm. in my role, I, I am a uh, bleep talker. I am paid to do it from ten to or eleven to two every day. And I bring people on, and they're allowed to yell at me and, and say mean things to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I never, like, do the weather or try to one-up the news guys or, um, you know, tr- you know tr- I never go. I am in my lane the entire time. I'm doing the talk radio from the time I'm supposed to do the talk radio. And then the commercials come, I stop. And that's it. Somebody's paying you to do your job. Just do your effing job. I don't understand, like how, and that's what I worry about when you talk about like zillennials and stuff, and they're bored and they're quiet quitting and they don't want to do like, oh my god, I think you had sent something yesterday with a girl saying like, I'm supposed to be do this for forty hours. Yeah, just <laughs> shut up. I know that you would rather be tearing down posters of kidnapped Jewish people because it makes you feel like a cool revolutionary, but we have to get back to the basics where your job. And by the way, and I'll give it to David Wade here, who we like. Mm-hmm. He didn't use his newscast to editorialize and make himself feel good and, you know, into, for personal clout. He doesn't. When he's on the news, he does his job. And that's what we need. But we're having more people not doing the thing they're supposed to do. And it stinks. We know somebody who does, um, who is on or was during COVID on a lot of Zoom calls. And one of the people in the Zoom call was a furry, dressed mm-hmm. like a furry, like a blue, uh, you know, a chipmunk or something no <laughs> just do your effing job this is not about you which is one of the reasons why like these institutions are being destroyed why morale is down in the military mm-hmm. it used to be everybody got their hair cut off everybody got whipped into shape and you essentially and there was no individualism right. you were your unit you all looked the same essentially there's different colors of people there i guess but all of you had been whipped into shape Y'all speak the same way now. You all use the same customs with uh, with uh, saluting and, and all this mm-hmm. stuff and deference to officers, etc. You you're drilled. Your individuality is taken out of you, and that's how it should be. Because you need to be a person who's strong, flexible, durable, and trained to the yin yang. Because all that matters is that when chaos occurs. Your training kicks in, and you can shoot the bad guys. That's all that matters, or the equivalent of. That's all that matters. But now with the military doing, we got fat units of trans people bopping around, showing us their individuality. That's not good, right? It's and it just degrades everything. You know, but I mean, which is the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because anytime <laughs> people are allowed to make everything about themselves and mm-hmm. do, then. Everybody else now has to miss the point of the whole exercise, no matter what you're doing. You Did you get the high school debate championship cut clip that I sent yes, you? Yes, 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 yes. Where it's on Zoom. So I did high school debate, which I loved, actually. Surprise, surprise. I have awards from it downstairs. Do we have my gavel? Where's my gavel? Did I, did I know you had a gavel? Oh, I have, a, so, I have so... a speaker award gavel. I have, like, got speaker Unbearable. awards at lots of debate tournaments, actually. Um yeah, so I had a gavel that I wanted one of them as one of my trophies, which is was like my favorite thing. But anyway, um, 
so, but there was this um, high school debate championship tournament. And, you know, we, so this is a critique argument that they use in this clip, but uh, which existed when I was there, but it's, this is not the best showing of where young people are going. Thousands of demonstrators demand that New York City do more to help those suffering from AIDS. Resistance took the form of non-cooperation. So they're listening to this cut from the from the 80s, obviously, and then they'll react yeah. to it? Yeah, so, and is this from the beginning? Is that the beginning of it? Yeah, it's five seconds in, yeah. Um, so anyway, so they're supposed to be debating the IMF. International Monetary Fund. Mm-hmm. Demonstrators had to be dragged to paddy wagons, many shouting as they were carried away. Do you think you really accomplished a great deal? Yes, I think we do. What else can we do? I've done everything. I've called everybody. I've got appointments with everybody. I've got to come to City Hall and state my case. We're dying. The city is dying. I don't know that man's name, but I know a little of the hopelessness and the horrible sinking fear in his voice. Here's how I prepped for the TOC. I woke up a week before and learned that 28 instead of 27 states wanted to kill me. The clip I played is from the 1987 ACTA protest in New York City. It was not the first and certainly not the last demonstration of its kind. It joins a tradition of trans and queer protests against institutions and to re reform communities that are violent and exclusive. We are here to join this tradition in our own small way. So welcome to the protest. We are tired of how debate treats trans people. More than that, we are tired of the way that they... So what is happening? So they are... So a critique is a type of argument in debate where you, instead of like addressing the question that you're supposed to be debating, you um, use like critical theory to go after the premise that you're arguing. <laughs> so what this person is saying is that essentially as a form of protest they're going to instead of debating the imf complain about how debate in the united states in general treats trans people of which they are one. Oh, i see okay okay so this is now an, an emergency debate about, about how they're being killed right the treatment is normalized how it is treated as a necessary byproduct of having good discourse when a nationally ranked team is bold enough to read arguments and make trans people uncomfortable in front of an 11 person panel and not be called out for it something needs to change when a trans kid can go three years in debate believing being misgendered was simply something he needed to take in order to win ballot something needs to change when almost every trans person quits debate or considers quitting several times a month several times a week several times a day something needs to change First, the framework. Status quo political discourse remains fixated on the notion of the child, symbol of a future society we must protect, Baden 12. Politicians universally frame their debaters around the question of what policies are best for children, who, keep, who keeps the child safest. Politics, however, supposedly radical, is simply the universal movement of submission to the ideal of the future, to preserve, maintain, and upgrade the structure submission. of the society and to proliferate them through for all the sake of the children. It is for this reason queerness finds itself missing from political discourse. So, so Sound familiar? It should. This Still having person is reading and ranting. She's ranting and mm -hmm. reading and building herself up. Yes. So you go to traditional debate, you speak really fast so that you can get as many points in as possible and you read your prepared really? points. Cool. Yeah. Generally speak faster than that, typically, actually. Um, but, but yeah, the, um, yeah, the year that I did it, it was, um, the question was about, uh, eliminating the use of nuclear weapons. Mm hmm. And, um, Oh God! A bunch and of so Lexington know-it-alls. Oh. Case that we generally did was to like ratify the Comprehensive <laughs> Test Ban Treaty. So, mm -hmm. 
And um, but, you know, then we get get into arguments over the definition of use and is the banning of and is. Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, the test ban treaty, because it's just testing, is that really the use of nuclear weapons, etc. So anyway, um, but yeah, so the, the great part about this, too, is that that team won. <laughs> the other team refused to say anything transphobic, so they just like essentially seated the ground and agreed with them, and then the judges praised them for their bravery, and they won. Great. Which is precisely, of course, along the lines of nobody doing their job anymore. <laughs> so, there you go. Everything's about me. We can't, we're not debating the IMF today, we're debating me and how I feel. <laughs> That's what we're doing now and then and then you get rewarded and you get an a in school and and that's that yes you know you get a a nice pat on the head and the teachers all say wow great job it's like the person that got into college by writing black lives matter on the on the application 500 times or whatever yes it's like this is what they're taught to do instead of school now right right because it's more important that's right yeah this is life and death Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah. Which brings me to another person doesn't do what they're supposed to be doing is Cory Bush. This is a member of Congress, Cory Bush. So you're saying that 40, you're, you're saying that they're paying their fair share is what you're saying. No, I'm asking what percentage is a fair share. Their fair share, the same, if I'm paying, if a third of my money is going to taxes, then I think a third of their money should be going it to does. taxes. It does. Well, it does. I'm trying to understand because you realize the ta- effective tax rate on the poor is less than it is on the rich, right? Okay, so first of all, um, I'm not the poor. I'm very close to that line, but I'm not the poor. Okay, so the effective, tax rate about- on the, the effective tax rate on the middle class okay. is less than it is on the rich, correct? What she doesn't know is- things about policy because she's not in this for policy. Of course. She's not. in this to sit with Twinkies on the Capitol steps and demand that there's no more, um, uh, what's it called when you kick somebody out of their apartment? Eviction. Evictions. That's right. Yeah. yeah. She got a nice community note on one of her tweets yesterday too, where she tweeted out that, um, this month I co-sponsored a resolution condemning Hamas for hostage taking and urging their immediate release. We must ensure the safe return of all hostages. So, uh, there was a reader's added context. Cory Bush's resolution did not condemn or mention right. Hamas or call for the release or mention the hostages. Bush also voted against the House resolution condemning Hamas. So. 
That's and good. this is one of the things that happens <clears throat> when you used alarm when you use alarm tactics and you try to uh, motivate people through fear mm-hmm. and tell people that there are boogeymen everywhere, and then you're stuck with the boogeyman narrative, which is why people hate this administration. For instance, here's t- right. uh, Stephen Ducey, Peter Ducey talking to John Kirby about domestic terrorism. Thank you. John, the, uh, the people in this country making violent anti-Semitic threats, are they domestic terrorists? I, I don't uh, know that we're classifying people as domestic terrorists. Uh-huh. I mean, I, that's really a question better left to law enforcement. I'm, I'm not aware that there's been such a uh, a characterization of that. Oh, I see. I see. I don't know why he would have thought Can't that. Characterize that. No. Okay. The FBI director said today, the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. Has the White House considered the possibility that a terrorist could be in the country right now after crossing the southern border? Peter, we are always concerned uh, about. Uh, the potential presence on U.S. soil uh, of terrorists uh, uh, coming from overseas. That's something we're always worried about. And this is why I hope John Kirby gets paid well, because he's having to knock down all of the houses of cards that this administration has built over the past four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, and one. he's, unlike Karine Jean-Pierre, he's competent. At, yes. At yes. Questions. Well, that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> because he but, understands yeah. the question that's being asked of him, and at least tries to spin the answer into something that yes, addresses he knows the he's point got, at hand. Yes. He doesn't just read something about Islamophobia when people ask him about anti-Semitism and hope that that works. Exactly. Yes. He's the yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have a trapper keeper. He says, "Okay, is the answer? Is, is the honest answer to this constructive? No. Okay. <laughs> of the fictional answers, what's the best one for this? He does the job like you're supposed to." But there was this bulletin last week. Uh, the CBP in San Diego said militants associated with the Israel-Hamas war uh, may be potentially encountered at the southwest border. You're talking border. about the San Diego? Yeah. yeah. And, look, is so- there any heartburn around here? 600,000 known gotaways just in the last fiscal year. Yeah. Is there any heartburn about leaving the border in such a condition that... One of those 600,000 could be a terrorist. So let me just break this down for you just a little bit here. First of all, I can't speak to this intelligence report that was leaked to the media. I wouldn't do that. Um, I can tell you that we are constantly monitoring as best we can all ports of entry to the country. Uh, uh, the fact that that intelligence report was leaked to the media and mm-hmm. was not shared with the White House tells you that they know there's a problemo. Uh, for the potential arrival of anybody who might wish us harm. And one of the things that the president asked for in this supplemental was additional funding for border security, for like 1,500 more border patrol agents. and better It's te- the Republicans in Congress right. who've let the terrorists yeah, in. Technology exactly. at, the, at the border. I mean, so again, we would urge Congress to take a look at that supplemental request and pass it. But if the general gist of your question is, are we taking the potential threat seriously? Of course we are. And one last uh, follow-up, Adusi. General, General just was, is it possible that somebody who wants to commit a terrorist attack during a time of elevated threat crossed the southern border into the United States already? I, I couldn't possibly answer that question, Peter. All I can do is tell you that we, are, we have remained vigilant to that potential threat. 
Yeah, I should have added one. So mm-hmm. um, Kirby has a choice. The factual answer that would be counterproductive or three f- different or a handful of false uh, answers to give or an answer with a nod to the fact that he's going to need a gig after this gig. Yeah. So, yeah. But once again, people just are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is why right. we're in this uh, problemo. Now, um, go right ahead. Um, I was going to say that um, there are some new clemency guidelines coming out from Maura Healy in Massachusetts okay. for us today. I don't know if you saw this story at all. I just saw that she's in the news. Um, yeah, so new clemency guidelines coming out, which I like... One of the reasons why one of the things that I didn't have a problem with with Healy is uh, that I considered her like kind of tough on crime just because Mm -hmm. she's a prosecutor and, you know, that she has, you know, prosecuted a lot of like fentanyl rings and stuff in the state. She's done some of that stuff. So but anyway, uh, Healy promising more compassion overhauls state's guidelines for pardons and commutations. Vowing to inject more compassion into clemency more, Healy said today that she will weigh a host of factors when considering requests for pardons or communications. Any guesses what factors? <laughs> do you think you qualify for I any would say I do them? not qualify. I'm not, no. <laughs> Including racial disparities, uh-huh. sexual identity, and a gotcha. person's age when convicted. Yes, the and new- I don't have any of that because I'm a colonizer. Mm-hmm. Um, these new guidelines are sexual about... Sexual identity when convicted. Uh, uh, and age when convicted. Okay. Uh, these new guidelines are about impact. They're about having an impact on the lives of hundreds of people in our state, Healy said on, B- on WBUR Tuesday. Um... And she said that she will use clemency for a variety of reasons, including whether to address a miscarriage of justice, taking into account the persistence of racial disparities and root causes. Feeling safe for everybody? Uh, She also said that she would um, weigh petition for commutation or reducing a sentence. She will consider whether a person is LGBTQ plus or a survivor of sexual assault, domestic violence, or human trafficking. Those who are LGBTQ plus are often at heightened risk of harm and experience additional trauma while incarcerated, the guidelines He was root-caused into beating (laughs) you to death with a brick. Well, let's um, let him off easy. It, it, it's a balanced approach that eschews the old way of looking at clemency, Healy said, noting that past governors have taken a more clinical approach to who could qualify for clemency. How, how did she not <laughs> use holistic? I can't believe that. She's looking at this more from a human equity perspective and how this affects real people in their in other words, everyday In lives. other words, if you live in a sucky um, community, where a, a bleephole community right now, where mm-hmm. you have to worry about low crawling to your car in the morning because of gunshots... Things are going to get worse for you. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Because we can't have the school-to-prison pipeline anymore. So they're handling this. This is how the progressives handle it on both ends. The fact is that they're growing a bunch of fatherless thugs in many neighborhoods who are carjacking, murdering, and shooting people. Mm-hmm. But that's because there's no fathers in the home because they've been incarcerated. So right. we're going to decarcerate the fathers, violent criminals. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to punish the people, uh, the people committing the crimes because they're if we young. even bother catching them to start right. with. Which did you see that story? There's a story out of D.C. I think it's the Washington Post has it written up where this woman's car was stolen, carjacked. Yes, yes. And she, her Apple AirTag was in the car, and the police are at her house, and she's showing them on the thing like this is where the car is. Look, it's stopping for gas. It's at this car, st-. and they're like, "Yeah, our, the city policy is we don't, we don't." Go find them. <laughs> That's it. 
that's the city policy for that's, that's everything. That's everything. It's just um, oh, but the other tag I have right here. Oh, but can the straight up? Can you the straight up um, artist sketch of the of the accused? Can we do it? or all the same thing? The straight up sign language? We don't. No. <laughs> we don't do that here don't. anymore. No. no, that was the old us. How we used to think about things. No, now it's a more clinical approach. <laughs> Alice, what is the hot sauce? It is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. This is a briefer. Is it a, is it a briefer word? Yeah. This is a briefer. Chelsea Fire Wicked hotline chat chat. Uh, show today because we've got to get kids to play practice and karate, karate and, and trick or treating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Where is it? Hey. Tom, yes. I think you and I need to join forces All right. and figure out what we're going to do with the Kirk Minahan show. Ooh. About a week ago, I was ripped on the show because I'm not a huge fan of his producer, Gus. Yeah. And on that. yesterday's show, Kirk had asked if any Minifans had died recently that he knew. Mm-hmm. And Cullinane said... I thought we were going to lose Shattuck, mm-hmm. but unfortunately we didn't. And Kirk said that you weren't a Minifan. I know. I heard that. I can't believe that Cullinane wanted you dead. And oh. Kirk <laughs> was like, hey, so what? We don't care about him. That's right. I've been unpersoned. Well, what's going on here? I've been unpersoned. In fairness, you've said you're not a Minifan. I've yeah. been exiled out of the world, unpersoned. I think Dave was actually just trying to get me back in the world. I think he's secretly working mm-hmm. on my behalf. I love him. Who was it? Somebody got slammed today. Oh, Danny from Berica got slammed today. Oh, I didn't listen to the whole Oh, he thing. called up, though. He held his own. Good going for you, Danny. Good going, Danny. If you're there. Yeah. Yeah, vicious. Vicious, vicious, vicious. I have my. I'm telling you, the show is different now. I'm sorry about that, but it is. I and enjoyed. Also- I enjoyed. Um, I'm in yesterday's show still with Mike and Dave, which yeah, that's, which I is just good. I was it. enjoying that one. Yeah, so of course. I didn't well, you're gonna today's, go, yeah. Mike and Dave are great, but it's different. But but you hand it over to to uh, Coleman. It's just just a different experience. In that's kids twenty three has not lived. Doesn't you don't have a lot of wisdom between? He's a, he's a funny, he's a nice guy. He's had some funny things. It's just different. Doesn't matter. But it's just it's just a it's just a different. Um, it's it's been a different animal. It, you gotta at least have. I'm in my. If I say it, it'll be used against the show. So, um, different animal. But he knows what he's doing. So it's still it's still a great show. It's totally unfortunate that we've become a society where a lot of people vote based upon catchphrases, nicknames, and looks, mm-hmm. and not about policy. Yes, because we all know Trump was a complete moron, and he got in partly because of the drain. The swamp catchphrase, the crooked mm-hmm. Hillary nickname. I would not, by the way, say that Trump is a complete moron. I think that in there, there are ways in which he's much Trump more of a super, brain smart. super genius than anybody <laughs> else. You know, um, in, he's he knows what he cares to know, which mm-hmm. is kind of not much. But it if it translates into a good presidency, then that's fine with me. And. Um, on paper, Hillary should have dominated him, yeah. but he got in because most voters don't care enough to look at policy. And, you know, when it comes to Nikki Haley, very smart, mm-hmm. great resume, but she's going to get votes because she's a female who's decent looking. And I'm sure that's really helped AOC or any attractive politician. 
Uh, by the way, you lose your femaleness if you're a Republican. So they will absolutely, totally devour Haley. The New York Times will come out with all sorts of ways in which she's not a woman. She's, in fact, a she-devil, uh, B-word, who's a mm -hmm. transphobe, etc. They, they have not begun their work on Nikki Haley. They're telling you they love her right now. You just wait until she's the nominee. Yeah. You know, male or female. And it's just unfortunate because a lot of people are getting in when they really don't deserve to. And a lot of candidates, because of appearance or the fact that they don't have a catchphrase, miss out. And it's just unfortunate. Yeah, some of it. I mean, I get what he's saying. It's like either for women, it's often a looks thing, but some of it's mm -hmm. like a charisma thing or an ability to distill things down to like a bumper sticker phrase, like yes. build the wall or whatever. But some of that. I, I would argue that, like, Trump's ability to do that, for example, has actually changed the conversation. I mean, like, there is not anymore a debate about building the wall. There is a debate about how much and where and how to pay for it, which is sort of right. the point of the Trump build the wall thing. But, you know, but some of it is charisma and some of and, and that like, yeah, fair or not. Like, I think Ron DeSantis would be a great president. But if you can't capture that lightning in a bottle then you can't do it if, you, well, if right. you're not it, able to command people's interest and respect that way like people just like trump they just do right you know and, and i think there's something to that with the women too like it, it, if you look like aoc people just like you more yeah yeah and i mean you well, like aoc well, more well yeah because she's hot I mean, more than cory bush yes um but 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 somebody like Trump. I also think that he deserves credit now for being so prescient on so much, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I think people can notice some of that. And also, I mean, there is no finer slogan than "Everything woke turns to." Sh that was mm -hmm. a Trumpism, and it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, succinct, perfect. So yeah, yeah, I'm he's really good at that. Yeah, he's, he's good at that, and he happens to be on the right side of most stuff. It's just it's weird because you don't know how he gets there. I know it seems like a very random process, but he somehow ends up in the right spot every time. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Happy Halloween. Um, be safe when you're out trick-or-treating and everything. Don't make let the sure kids you, eat any candy with sure razor you, blades in it. Make sure you boo-have, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Take it to the dentist. Have it all x-rayed. Make sure there's nothing mm -hmm. hiding in any of those candy bars. All that stuff. Listen to the All You Can Eat podcast where we had a thorough comprehensive review of halloween candy i know i haven't even listened to that yet you did that part without me um so that's all you can eat podcast if you want to join us for live streams in the live chat and all that that's patreon.com slash burn barrel of course the show is always free at burn barrel podcast.com and wherever you like to listen to podcasts mm, ice cream mm, ice cream Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.